Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Talk about teams that need to bounce back. We got the Giants taking on the Cardinals out there in Arizona. The line for this game, I have to double check to make sure this line didn't move. It didn't move. So I locked this game in actually earlier in the week at minus four for the Giants. I love that. But still, they're at minus five and a half. And I'm still going to take the Giants to cover that this week against the Arizona Cardinals. That's one of my lock them in games for the week. The over-under is at the 40-and-a-half mark. Daniel Jones is my QB 11 this week. He's a top 12 quarterback for me. Put what happened against Dallas out of your mind. I had to preach this to the choir because uh, when I say the choir, I mean Chris because he's been on the same page <laughs> forever uh, about this last year, all throughout the offseason. When he plays a 20th or worse defense against a quarterback, he does well. He has top 12 performances. If he plays against a defense that's worth a damn, he's going to shit the bed. That's exactly what we saw against Dallas. It's no different this year. I don't know why people expect it to be anything different. You're playing against the Arizona Cardinals. They are a 20th or worse defense. Daniel Jones will have a top 12 performance, I believe. Does anybody disagree with that? He'll pass um, better, and he still ran well last week. I mean, he ran well. He ran enough anyway. He got you running yards last week. Yeah, I your your point is completely valid, and I'm a big Daniel Jones guy. So, Chris, you look like you're about to disagree there. I was going to say top twelve because like, everybody's going to have like 112 yards passing again. Because well, yeah, sure, why impossible. not? <laughs> <laughs> well, we love those 112 yard passing games. What 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 you mean? What you mean? Uh, here we go. Also, super newbie question. There's no such thing as a newbie question, Isaac. Fire him away. Waddle, Aaron Jones, Pat Farmworth are all questionable. When will I know if they start? When will I know if they are starting or not so I can switch them out? So you want to pay attention. First of all, you want to tune in tomorrow night at 930 when we have Brian Scott of the Injury Podcast come on to talk about all these injuries and what we expect to have them uh, be active for and what we can expect for their performances to be. Uh, number two, you want to pay attention to the Friday injury reports. And then, of course, in the case of Pat Fryermuth, where that's a Monday night game, you, you have to make sure you have a backup option to pivot off of if need be. What I will say with all these guys is Waddle, Fryermuth are expected to play. Aaron Jones, we don't know yet, but we will know by Friday. Uh, so good question there by Isaac. For uh, also, yeah, Isaac, if, you, if you're if you literally that new to, to fantasy football, which, hey, welcome in. Great. We're happy to have you because it's a, it's a great game, and I think you're going to have a, a real fun time for a long time here. But depending on which platform you're playing on, depending on which site is hosting your league, you may or may not literally get push notifications based on who's on your roster. If anything changes that drastically with their playing status. So, you know, it, 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 it's kind of one of those things where everything, everything that Dan just said, yeah, follow all of that kind of stuff because that's going to give you the, the, the best way to keep on top of things. But depending on the platform that you use too, make sure you've got your notifications turned on and, and then that you're getting those kinds of updates because a lot of the sites will tell you immediately if your guy is ruled out or not. And you have yeah. it in your lineup. 
100%. Uh, Supreme Steve, I've got Cole Komet, but with Laporta and Musgrave available, who do I go with? I have Laporta as my top 12 tight end this week, so I actually am going Sam Laporta. He looks like the third pass-catching option on that team, maybe even second. Who knows? It's a good matchup, a high over-under against Seattle Seahawks, who were terrible against tight ends last year. Uh, I know they had a, a Higby put up a disappointing performance, but that game strip got kind of wild. So I would go Laporta this week. I have no problem dropping Cole Komet in a regular redraft league. Anybody disagree with that? I like Musgrave, personally. You go Musgrave. Okay. I have Musgrave one spot ahead of Cole Komet, so I would go Musgrave instead of Komet, but I would not go Musgrave over Sam Laporta this week. The one argument, Chris, I'd give you is if if Watson doesn't play again, then I could see the – and Aaron Jones doesn't play, then I could see the Musgrave thing. If they do play, then I would say Laporta. Does that sum up what you're going to say? I was going to say, yeah, with the injury situation, with not sure where Dobbs is, how healthy he's going to be, will he still be on a full snaps? Musgrave is somebody they've been game planning all offseason to involve, and he's going to continue to be somebody they're going to look to involve. Yeah, totally agree. All right, let's get back to our game here. Uh, Barkley, expect him to bounce back this week. James Conner is the ho-hum running back to volume you're always going to see, so you got to keep plugging him out there. Got him at 22 this week. Marquise Brown is just another guy from like Adam, dude. Like, I, I like your talent, but dude, with Josh Jobs a quarterback, you're killing. Just play Clay Toon. Just play Clay Toon, Arizona. For, actually, you know what? Where's my stupid job? Yeah, you. This guy. This guy needs to play Clayton Toon. I am so sick and tired of this guy. The pew, 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 pew. I don't know who anybody freaking is. Yeah. Oh, it pisses me off so bad. Because now Marquise Brown, you can't drop him, but I can't use him either. Yeah, I, I think it's a tough situation. And look, I'll, I'll give them credit. They really tried to get him the ball right. They were giving it to him in the backfield. They were trying to get Rondell Moore in the backfield. They were like, all right, we can't throw the ball to any of you. So just take turns running the ball. Um, so, so they know that it's important to get Marquise Brown the ball. And I think that bodes well to an extent. But to your point, it, it's just going to be a struggle for these guys as long as Dobbs is the quarterback. And I don't think Clayton Toon really makes it too much better is it an improvement over joshua dobbs yes uh but i don't think it's like a, enough of an improvement to feel super comfortable about these guys either at least he would give him rpo action just something oh, else offensively to, to work off of uh i don't even remember what else i was going to say here but yeah Add real I, quick i was going to yeah, say again i didn't talk about the creativity quote unquote that arizona tried to use well, he's on the ball have you seen a team be less creative and more predictable with how they try to involve people? Because that was like, it was horrendous. It was like, oh, look, we're going to use this guy in motion. I wonder who's going to get the jet sweep in this action. I mean, it yeah. was like watching Jason Garrett come back out of the fucking tomb and from the Giants. And like, well, I don't think it was creativity. I literally think it was, I need this player to get the ball. I cannot throw them the ball. This is well, you, wanted, you were explaining to me why they had to get the ball to Zach Ertz, who had 10 freaking targets. Why is he even playing over Trey McBride? What are you doing, Arizona? Why are we wasting time? They're setting him up for a trade. They got they want to get they got they need they've got Trey McBride. They can get something for Zach Ertz. If they can they can ship him off. It, it they they did it themselves two two years ago when they brought him in. But to your point about playing Clayton Toon versus Josh Dobbs, listen. You're an NFL franchise and you've got a quarterback asset that you can basically be trying out for free. You have you have nothing to lose because you are going to lose everything anyway. Why would you not see what you have in Clayton Toon 
and see if you've got any kind of asset there for the foreseeable future. Whether or not he becomes your guy, you're not looking at him to see if he's going to be your guy forever. Your guy is the guy you're going to take with the first or second pick or maybe both next year, who the hell knows the way they operate. But put tune in, see what you have, and because we everybody in the league already knows what Josh Dobbs is. Which that's why he was available to you. Yeah, Chase, but you don't know what easy. Clayton Tune is. Huh? You're making it too easy. Jonathan Gannon didn't know how to play man with Darius Slay. They had explained to him that let the Eagle defense do what it does best. They have Fletcher Cox eating blocks. I like so I yeah. He's a coach who has no clue what the rest of everybody else sees with their eyes. So I wouldn't – I think you're asking too much, not just from, you know, thinking for the franchise. You're asking a coach to actually do something smart. Yeah, we'll we'll have plenty of we'll have plenty of opportunities to keep bashing on Jonathan Cannon and and the, and the Col and and uh, the Cardinals. Excuse me, uh, sixteen one, more weeks. So yeah, one, uh, one quick note on Darren Waller. He's my third tight end. I expect him to bounce back. He did comment on his hamstring injury. He said it is the same hamstring to put him on the IR last year. However, this time around, it's more about a pinched nerve than it is a muscular injury. So something just to kind of keep in mind. Sounds like it's a different thing. We expect Darren Waller to be okay for this week. Fantasy 101. So you trade Amari Cooper and Tyler Algier for Cooper Cup. He has Adams and St. Brown for his wide receivers to get Cooper Cup. That's Jefferson. Is Jay Jennings is is Jefferson. It, okay, thank you. I was I was having trouble reading that. Um, He's fucking stabbed. Yeah. Uh, pull that Cooper trigger, man. Pull that trigger. Yeah, pull, pull the trigger, buddy. Pull the trigger. Just just say the hell with it, and you're going to you're going to put up like 150 points between your wide receivers uh, every single week. You get that stack up. So yeah, go ahead, buddy. Fantasy one on one. Pull the trigger. Uh, let's get into our next match.